We're up to Simon Shin Lamed, the middle of the halachas of a year, letters of a woman who gave birth, we're up to Sif Hay. Hayy Shebis Allah Mashber, Umesa, someone who's sitting on the birthing table, Rahmanul Slan, and passes away. The Vien Sak and Bishab is a ring and knife on Shabbos, a field derch Sarabim, even if you have to carry the knife to Shusarabim, the Kairin bitna and cut open her stomach, Umaytsinus of Lad and take out the baby, Shemo Yimotzechai, because maybe the baby's still alive. Our girl, the Ramos says, Masha'in, no, you can actually can't have feel bechayel. Ramos says, in his town, they didn't do this. Even during the week, cut open her stomach. Mishum, the aim bikin lahaki, but Misa says, aim bekarif, kol kach, she'ev shalav ladalichis. Because they were uncertain, usually, whether the mother's definitely dead in the beginning. And by the time they would be certain, the child wouldn't survive that long anyway. And therefore, they were unable to practice this. But of course, today's day and age, we're that we can uh, diagnose immediately death, right? We can run into a C-section and remove the baby and save the child, which we do many times. And Avada on Shabbos, one would do so. So if God needs I feel there, she's around. If there's no, you don't have to bring the knife through, she's around. So we wouldn't even have to teach us halacha. To like a chil Shabbos club, kriyas bet and mesa, to cut open the the uh, dead woman's stomach is no malacha. I mean, it might be muktzah, but there's no malacha. The mechatech basar ba'am, you're just cutting meat. V'lekem shem chaburu. Don't say chaburu once a woman is dead. Shem yim matzichai, my friend, you're alive. Hashem inon shafilu safik b'kuch nefesh. You see from here, tell me safik b'kuch nefesh. Shloi hei yadayim mecheskes chai lo'ilom. This fetus has never even had a chazak of being alive. It's not like it's alive, maybe it died. You never even, it wasn't even alive yet. Afil hachin, nevertheless, doich ha-shabes. Siv kot yutaz m'shum de'ein. Alpha, back then they weren't so sure if she's just unconscious, if she fainted. And if you cut her, you're killing her. Right? So, therefore, they would have to wait until they knew she, she was definitely dead. So, they're not killing her. And then at that time, the Vlad would not, wouldn't be survivable. Wouldn't be able to survive. Right? But today, Vada, you would. Sivav. Oysen Medruli, this, you could heat up a fire for a person who gave birth, the whole 30 days, I feel even if it's warm outside, she's cold, she needs heat, if others can use it, so we saw that earlier in Reishayin Zayin, so let's see the Mishnah Bura, back then you, you light up a flame to get heat, today you heat the oven, or today we'd say turn on the boiler, the whole 30 days, she says she's cold, because the Mechaber holds, based on the Gemara, that the, um, that the entire first 30 days, cold is a Sakana for a, 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 a woman, for the first day of If you no good to do it, you can do it. Any other person is sick, even the but like we saw earlier, but she has a din of a chayla. For any person, she could have a guy heat up the house. If she says she needs it, right? There's no yid around, no guy around. Even a yid, the whole could could uh, heat up the fire. She said very long but brings Lamaisa many Rishayim who hold that no, that even for heat, only seven days. Past that, she's not in a Matzvah Sakon, which I think most doctors would say today, that uh, a, a woman after seven days after giving birth is no more you know, susceptible to getting sick from a little bit cold than any other 
woman. And therefore, Zichr one should not have a yid do it, but a guy, you know, if it's really necessary, and have a guy do it. Siv Zayin. Havlad Shinoilat. A baby that's born, Aysin like called Sach. If you could do everything that's necessary for the newborn, Machitzin Aysin, you could wash it, Merchin Aysin, we'll see in the Mr. that how they would salt it, Taimnines Ashilia, they would bury the placenta, Kadeshiyechem Havlad as a schooler, the, the Mishmur says, "V'ha'yizem ederch skula at some sefkan chavav." There's some skula that by burying the placenta for the for the for the fetus, a choydchim is a tabur, and you could cut the umbilical cord. So let's see the Mishmur says before we go weiter. So Eisim leikol tzarchav sefkan chav beis hainu hadam mivul kamei. All these things umachitzin you could wash the baby. Enul fiyasedam mivul b'shas. This order that the Mishmur just lists these things is not the seder that the Gemara gives. The Mapik mikrov v'sham isa. Then the Gemara says, first you cut the umbilical cord, then you wash it. That any of these things we just listed is because by not doing these things, the newborn is not in danger, it's just uncomfortable, and the baby will be in pain. If you don't have a knife available to cut the umbilical cord, you have to bring it to bring it. Just tie the umbilical cord and you know, that's it, leave it tied. If you disagree and say that these things you can do, you have to bring it to Raisa. To allow a guy to bring the knife and to allow a guy to warm the water to wash the baby is definitely mutter. So we see here right from the time of the Gemara that washing the baby is considered important as soon as the baby is born. I'm told that today there are these movements out there that don't wash the baby. And Amish, I don't know, others who think that it's better to leave the baby in, in, that, in the dirt that it's born in and that's schmutz. I think that's healthy, but we see the Chazal held not like that. Umarochin Aisai, Kadesh Yiskash Abosa, Rashi says that they would do, they would, they would harden the, they would, they, they, they help, they would help harden the flesh if they would put salt over the flesh. Umashim Zed, I'm Lichati of Melch. So, Pim Gons is Rashi, it's Mashma, that's Mamish taking salt. But the Pirisha Mishnai and the Ram says it doesn't mean salt. What does it mean? Avaka Hadas. Take the dust of a myrtle. And things like that, and they would put that over the baby's skin to help strengthen the baby's skin. That was mutter. But Tainlin Ashilya, they would bury the placenta as a school. But on Shabbos, not the karka, doesn't mean they would, they would bury it in the karka. The Mishum Zel Kulam Levichal on Shabbos, everyone agrees that you can't be Michal Shabbos to start burying a whole other placenta for a school. El what was the minute when it fell on Shabbos? Ashir, it was rich women. Tainlin Naiseb is fallen. Shall Shemen, I specifically shall Shemen. Special bowls of oil or this uh, cotton, uh, sorry, wool sponges they would put the placent in. And poor people, like in straw, but during the week, they would, everyone would bury it in the ground. It was some type of schooler. After you tie the placent, you cut it. That cutting the, the placent is only the Rabbanon. No, that the etzim really 
cutting up a placenta, it does require the rice. And Navas over here, we all it's mutter because it's for the health of the baby. Today, I believe the minig is, we cut it, we let, definitely let it go, cut it off. And, uh, the Yiddish doctor is, uh, could consult. And also, you have to remember that today, if something's required by medical practice, or they can lose their job, so as if it's a drabonum, you know, you, you could be megal. So that, that, now the Mishkhaba continues, though. Vahani Mili, all this that we just said, is Dafke Benoilad Latisha. A baby who was born either in the ninth month, or Lashiv or the seventh month. Avonoilad Lashmoina. If it was born in the eighth month, because we all know the famous Gemara that right, in the eighth month, he was born in the eighth month, I have a different time living. I said, Savik Ben Shivai Ben Shmoina, if you're not sure if it's the seventh or eighth month, if it's here and its nails finished growing, then you can mechal Shabbos, right, even if you think it was born in the eighth month. Well, you're not sure, we should say. You're not sure what you're born. So, Mr. Bruce of Kachal says, Because back then they believed that if it was born in the eighth month, it's not going to live. Today we have ways to keep it the way we are you are not sure if the baby has the ability to live. It's not comparable to that which we said earlier in Sefei tonight. We said that if you're sitting on the birthing and she dies, you could, you could, you know, you have a suffix, you could cut the baby out, right? There was talking about the Kol Echadosh, it was a nine month pregnancy, you could assume it's alive. Here it's a bigger suffix. Okay. So you've got Lamed, Imkain Gamru, right? The only way an eighth month there you could take is if it's here and nails finish growing. Koi Gama Ben Shmoina, it's talking about an eighth month baby, but Tam Darinashu Ben Shiva, because then we say that really it's a seven month baby, Vishtahu Yishtahu, it took a little longer to come out, but really it's a seven month baby. I am Beagrosh, and Isha Bidinashu Khanach, but the girl is not so sure about this Machar. Vidaita, according to them, Vilnagoin, but in Yechil Shabbos, for Yechil Shabbos, you would not be so much on the fact that it finished growing its hair and its nails. Kim Dafke Kishashor Gam Kenshleishmim, unless it already lived 30 days. Frankly, in Yintilkalatinik, but to say that the baby's muktzah, that you can't move it, that you can rely on these humanos. That's only the Rabbanon, but for the Raisis, the going holds you can't. As Rosh Hashanah says, if the baby's born eighth month and the baby's crying and stuff like that, of course, you could take care of the baby. Sivches, Neilad Lishmaina, let's say it's born in eighth month. Isafik Ben Shivai Ben Shmaina, you're not sure if it's a seventh month or an eighth month baby. Shlai Gomrus Aravitsi Parna, it's nails and tear didn't finish growing. Asal Tatlai, it's the, the baby's muksa. I will eat my shaykha, I love the mother can lean over it, umnikasa and nurse it. Netzar hachalov shemetzarev, because the tzar that the mother is going to begin from, from her, from engorgement. Even if she's getting engorged, she can even use her own hands to, to get the milk out. When you know that the baby's an eighth month child, you had be perash, and then you separate it. Right? Otherwise, it's very difficult back today to, to, to know for sure exactly. Today we have all the sonograms and everything. Back then, to say you know who, who knows which tashmish the baby came from. Maybe you did have a period the first month or not. It's hard to prove whether it's an eighth month child. So it's a tzafik. So, if, so sorry, you could assume uh, you could assume that uh, it's not an eighth month child if it comes out. It looks like. But since the milk is going if, if she's she uses her hands, but it goes on the ground, so it's permitted. So she didn't mean the pain pain of engorgement. For Eid, to have a malacha, 
since you don't need the milk, it's Malach Shein Tzvichagufa, the potter. But Mishum Tzairo, we already said many times, Mishum Tzairo, we were in Geyser, by Malach Shein Tzvichagufa, just like popping a pus pimple. Therefore, she could let her breasts empty out the milk. Siv Tess, Miyashrim Avre Havlach Shein Tzvichagufa, Machla Saraleda. If during the pain of the baby coming out, its bones went out of place, or they, you know, they would, after the baby was born, they would they would line up all the bones and make sure everything moves. Now it might seem this a little funny, like lining up the bones, but today really they do something similar because when the baby comes out, what, what do they do? They lie it down under the heater and, and then they they check everything. They check all the bones, make sure that everything that nothing got hurt during the birth or or earlier. Miyashim, you could straighten them out, be done with the hands. Mach masara later, kosma kosma be yoyim later. What is talking about after right after the day it's born? But afterwards, no. Even a month or two later, be permitted to straighten out the bones if necessary. But he says, If the vertebrae of the spine come out of place, everyone agrees that it's also Yashiv Biyadi to take your hand. And to set the vertebrae back in place on Shabbos, one or the other. The mixli kibayin, it looks like you're building back up the spine. Unless it's the Halayda, unless it's the day the baby was born, then you could be makel in this. Now, I don't exactly know what it means that the vertebrae come out of place. But if either someone has spinal trouble, which is Rahman al that's a conus aver, of course one could seek medical help on Shabbos. So I'm not exactly sure what, the, what type of, what this was back then, the vertebrae going out of place. See if Yod Mutl Karchai be begadov shleis ak mulevar. It seems like they would wrap up the baby to make sure they warm didn't go out of place. And you know, you know they'd wrap up the baby on Shabbos. So the Rosh Mashma that Afil Mishbur says the Karchai kedel yashay varav gamkin shaylon. Even if it's not the day the baby is born, anytime you want to wrap up the baby to keep it everything in place, fine. Why? Since it's normal, the baby's cold, you wrap up the baby. So even if you are doing it for another intention, ready so by refu, anything that's done in a way that it's done not for refu, you can do in Shabbos. But let's say it's a baby that for whatever reason will never be wrapped up that way. You wouldn't wrap in that fashion during the week. Then you can't do it on Shabbos because it's refu. But uh, otherwise you'd be permitted. Say if you're out. I think it's, it's called the epiglottis. If there's a, maybe got epiglottitis, I think it's called. That, uh, which is the, the cartilage or something that, that over the esophagus would, would fall, make it difficult to breathe or to eat. So, stick your finger in and cause it to, come, to pull it up. Even though doing that at times will make it vomit. So, why would you say not? We say that's not. There's no problem over food. The urche the tinik lipel arlo sashenev la mexican food. Since it seems like back then this was a common problem on babies, so we're just sticking it in and, and opening it up was looked more as a standard operating procedure, no pun intended, right? And not as refu as doing something actually medicinal. So it was permitted on shops. We'll stop over here.